Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas. Yoradeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Geirim, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Lamed. In Yitzhashem, we're going to complete the Halacha today and go on to the next Halacha. We dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu Nishmas, Yentefradl Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Harini Kaporas Mishkova, and for a complete Refu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, David Ben Behia, Shandel Baslea, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Gitlea Bas Frumet, Avivachaya Bas Esther Mindel, Daniel Yehoshua Ben Yente Frida Blima, Necha Rochel Bas Hindalea, Fruma Bas Genessa, Yehudis Nechoma Bas Miriam, Chaim Yitzchok Ben Chanarifka, Dvoira Gila Simcha Bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Pesia Bas Chai Esther, Yosef Avram Eliezer Nisim ben Pesia, Soralea bas Chavaliba, Avigail Brocha bas Shira Dvoira, Chana bas Sora, Hillel Yisrael ben Sora, Nechemizal ben Sorafega, Dovid Leib ben Shena, Leib ben Jenya, Shlomenisim ben Mazla, Avram David ben Chana, Chaim Arya ben Brocha, Chaim ben Rachel, Soramaya bas Sipka Rivka, Shlomo ben Rivkish Prinsa, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudas Gilo, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. In, the piece, in this next piece, Rav Nosazal shows us how four or five brachas in the Shmon Esrei follow the format of the chapter on Likut Imran that this halacha is based on. This halacha is based on chapter 59 in Likut Imran, which is called Heichal HaKodesh, which is all about bringing people who are far from Hashem close to Hashem. Rav Nosanzal is going to show, and Rav Nosanzal stresses there that in order to do that, you must have mishpat, because these people are coming with ra, with baggage, and that baggage can harm the whole group, and it can harm the person who's leading the group. So you need this mishpat, which is like a fire that burns away the ra, that ensures that the ra won't be able to do any harm. Rav Nosanzal is going to show, and show how the four or five brachas in Shemnesri follow the format of that chapter on Likut Imran as we've been learning till now. Paragraph Lamed. In Shemnesri, we have the brachot which is all about kibbutz goliath. It's all about gathering in those people who are far away that they're all going to come close. And that bracha, or what follows that bracha is, Hoshiva shoifteinu kevorishoina. Mishpat. Mishpat. Ki kibitz nidochim zebechinaz Because the concept of gathering in those people who are far away is the concept of making balei and geirim. Shahoyu mitchila nidochim urechoikim anagdusha. These people at first were far away from holiness. And now they're gathering in and coming close to Hashem. And all the holy sparks that are scattered in all kinds of distant places are being gathered into the Kedusha. That's what's being described there. That's why immediately afterwards the next bracha is Hashem, please restore the mishpat. Kilozet srichin mishpat. 
Because in order to bring close people who are far away, it requires mishpat. And now we'll understand why after those two brachas, the third bracha is all about Hashem wiping out certain apikursim, certain reshoim, shehi velamalshinim altehi sikva, v'cholorisho karega v'imalshinim, there should be no hope for them. It's all about them being wiped out completely. Zer bechinas horishoim she'osur lekarvam. This is what Rabbein Azal speaks about there on the Kutimran, that there are Rishoim who were not allowed to try to bring close because the She'ein HaMishpat Moyel Negdom, the Mishpat isn't powerful enough to be able to, to deal with the, their Ra, to be able to knock out their Ra. She'onu Mevakshim She'lo Tikva. We pray that they should not have any hope they should be wiped out completely and so that they will not do any damage to us at all whatsoever. And when that happens, the glory of the tzaddikim and the righteous people will be elevated. That's the next bracha. Because if we'll succeed in distancing those Rishoim whom the Mishpat will not help, <coughs> then the Mishpat will be in good order. And then these Geirim will not be able to do any harm. They will not be able to turn away the hearts of the Tzadikim from Hashem, Chas that's why the next bracha speaks about support, solid support for the tzaddikim. And then when the tzaddikim will be zoicha, that the, the mishpot will be 100%, both types of mishpot that we spoke about earlier. The mishpot of them auditing themselves, the hispoiridus, of which a major part of it is a person reviewing all of their own actions and everything and correcting the mistakes and pleading with Hashem for direction. That's one mishpat. And the other mishpat is knowing how to weigh one's words carefully, to be extremely careful and judge carefully each person that you're dealing with. What you tell them, what you don't tell them, when you tell it to them, how you tell it to them. Oz nivna then this Heichel HaKodesh will be built, will be established. Shehu Bechinas Binyan Yerushalayim. And Rabbeinus Al-Ovedeh Likutimran refers to it as building Yerushalayim. The word Yerushalayim is Yerushalayim. That this group, this Heichel HaKodesh, the members are people who have Shleimus Yerushalayim B'Shleimus. So that's the next brach in Shmoin Esrei. Binyan Bone Yerushalayim. And then the glory of David HaMelech, the, the throne, the Malchus, will be established properly. The throne of judgment <coughs> that Rabbi Nassau speaks about there on the Kut Imran. His throne will be like the heavenly throne. And as it says in Yeshaya Novi, Vehuchan Bechesed Kisoi, 
Ve'yeshev Olo, his throne will be established again properly with kindness, and he'll sit on it properly. Ba'oyhel David in the tent of David Amelech, Shoifet ve'doyresh mishpat, judging proper judgment. All of this, that's that pasuk ve'chisei David avdecham mehera l'seichatot. That's the next brach in Shmon Esrei. Uksiv bay, and it says about Moshiach, Veloy lamare enov yishpoit. He will not have to judge even by seeing, by looking to see who's right. He'll be able to smell the truth. Veshofat betzedek dalim. He will judge the poor and oppressed people with righteousness, with true justice. Ki iker tzmichas keren Moshiach. Because one of the main important factors that's going to bring about the rise and the glory of Moshiach is going to be a complete repair of this Mishpat. That's what builds Yerushalayim, which is this Heichal HaKodesh. And now you understand why all of these brachas are, are in this order in Shemayin Esrei. This is one of many, many cases where Rabbi Nosenzal shows he'll take a chapter of Likud Imran where Rabbi Nosenzal will mention seven or eight things that A leads to B, B leads to C, and Rabbi Nosenzal will show you where in the tefillah of Rosh Hashanah or the daily tefillah or where in different psukim in the Chumash it parallels the exact format of what Rabbein is teaching us. You see proof there that, that it's exactly, it's exactly what, it, what, what it should be. Baruch Hashem. With this we conclude Hilchas Geirim. Rav Nosenthal, they, they write here that Hilchas Geirim Halacha Dalid, a fourth discussion on Hilchas Geirim, appears earlier in Hilchas Mila, paragraph Tezayin, and a fifth discussion on the topic of Geirim appears earlier in Hilchas Mila, Halachahei, paragraph Tezvav. Any questions before we leave this topic? Now we open a new topic, Hilchas Sefer Torah, the laws about writing a Sefer Torah, <coughs> which is in, in Yeridea, chapter 271, Alpima Admor, based on what Rabbeinazal writes in chapter 266 in Likud Imran, writes there that the Torah comes forth from Sukkah, Shehi Bechinas Bina, Sukkah is compared to Bina. We know that we have eight days of Sukkot with Shmini Atzeres, and eight is one of the numbers associated with Bina. When you go count from the bottom up, from Malchus up, <coughs> Sukkah, Bina is number eight. In addition, Bina, the, the, the Zohar Kodesh refers to Bina as the mother, Chachma is the father, Bina is the mother, and the Zohar Kodesh says, Imo de Mesacheches al the mother who covers over and hovers over her children. And that's how the sphere of Bina is described, that Bina hovers over the vav hey, the six sons and the daughter that Rabbein Ezzel speaks about in the first story of Sipur Emaisius. 
the six spheroids of chesed through Yisoid and, and the malchus. So there's a lot of ways to show that, that sukkah is bina. And again, the Torah, the, the Torah generally is referred to as Tiferes. So Tiferes comes forth from Bina. Sheshom Bechinas Dade Isha. And, and Rabbeinazal writes there that when a child nurses from the mother, that's where the child is nursing from. We refer that the Torah is referred to as milk. There's a pasuk dvash v'cholov tachas l'shoinech, that the words of Torah should be like honey and milk under your tongue. And just like a child nurses milk from its mother, we receive the Torah from the tzaddikim, from Hashem. V'hu ha-hefresh And Rabbein Zal over there in Likud Imran says, this is one of the major differences between a human being and a behemoth. Because animals nurse from the udders of their mothers, which is down below, it's on bottom. When a calf wants to nurse from the cow, from its mother, it goes underneath. It has to go on bottom and nurse from the udders there, which are very close to where the, where the cow uses, excretes waste from its body. That's where a behemoth nurses from. It nurses from the dadim, which are on bottom, number one, because again, an animal walks on all four. So the dadim are on bottom, near the ground, and also near the, the excretion, where the excrement of the animal comes out. Whereas a child nurses from the mother, a human being stands on two feet. There, the nursing is done from above. Rabbi Nezal shows you that's one of the differences between Adam and Behema. Adam nurses, Adam receives from above, Behema receives from below. Nimtza, we conclude therefore, She'ikar ha-Torah hu lotzeis migeder Behema legeder Adam. Rabbi Nezal says now, Nimtza, based on that chapter in Likud Imran, we conclude, She'ikar ha-Torah that what the entire Torah is really about is us knowing that we want to leave the category of behemoth and enter into the category of Odom. Because when we speak about the four levels of creation, doimem tsameach chai medaber, doimem is inanimate objects, tsameach is plants, chai is animals. You could say chai is also a human being. But the answer is, a human being is supposed to be something different, something way above an animal. And our mission is to take ourselves out of the category of behemoth into the category of Odom. Odom means das, a bardas, a higher level of intellect. Animals also have a degree of intellect, but a human being is supposed to be a much higher level of intellect. The and therefore, the other nations in the world who rejected Hashem's offer for the Torah, they are not called Adam. As it says in the Navi Yecheskel, Hashem refers to us as his sheep in a, in a loving way. And then he says, you are Adam. And the Gemara says, Atem kruyim Adam, you, the Jews, are called Adam, and the other nations are not. Remember, the Arizal says 
that the word Adam is bigimatria three times yud hey. The yud hey of Hashem's name, yud and hey, represent Chachma and Bina. Why three times? Because there are three branches to the Seichel, Chachma, Bina, and Das. So three times yud K is bigimatria Adam. To show that Adam means a Bardas, somebody intelligent, somebody who has the Torah. Because they refuse to accept the Torah, they do not nurse from where a human being nurses, which is the place of Bina, which is the, the concept of Aim Labina Tikra, Shemisham HaTorah, which is where the Torah comes from. They receive their nourishment from a much lower level, from the udders of a behemoth. We're talking in spiritual terms here. Therefore, they are referred to as behemoths. We know the Gemara says this. The Gemara says that when, uh, when Avram Avinu was leading Yitzchak Avinu to the Akedah, he said to Yishmoel, Shvulach and Tishmoel and his other servants that were with him, Shvulach and Poi Imachamoir. You stay behind here with the with the mule, with the donkey, and we're gonna go on ahead. So it says, Im Hachamoir, Ayin Mem, Imachamoir. The Gemara says, Am Hachamoir, Am Hadoimalachamoir, that the nation of Yishmoel is a nation that's compared to a Chamoir. And this explains why we write a Sefer Torah on the hide of an animal, the skin of an animal. Because that's what the Torah is all about. The Torah is all about elevating one from the category of Behemoth to the category of Odom. That which was originally the skin, the hide of an animal, now got elevated to become a Sefer Torah, which is Odom. And as it says in the Chumash, This is the Torah. The Torah is all about Odom, generating an Odom. So that's what we're trying to accomplish, to elevate from behemoth to Adam, That's what the whole Torah is really about, changing us, improving us, elevating us. I remember I once went, this is going back 25 years ago maybe, I once went to see a wealthy person who lived in the five towns in, in New York. He was a friend of a friend. And I spoke to him, and he said to me, Rabbi, you should know, I'm an animal. I'm an animal. Without the Torah, I'm, I'm lost. I'm completely lost. I can lose it, you know, with my employees and everything. I can be terrible, terrible. He understood that, that that's what the Torah is supposed to do to us. It's supposed to take the animal out of us and, and make us into a, a real human being. And this is why the Shulchan Aruch tells us every single Jew is required to write a Sefer Torah for himself. 
because every single Jew has to receive the Torah. Kamashikosov, as it says, when Hashem says about his giving the Torah on Har Sinai, he says, It's not just with you people, the students of Moshe Rabbeinu, whom I'm making this uh, agreement with. Every single one who's present here and all those who aren't present have to have this contract with Hashem, which is the Torah. Every single person has to break and get out of their animal instinct and rise up to the level of Odom. This is the concept of receiving the Torah, that every single Jew has to receive the Torah in every generation. And this will explain the importance of writing a Sefer Torah. Because we write it on the hide of an animal. The writing on the hide of an animal is another version of receiving the Torah. Going out of the category of Behema into the category of Odom. This is what we refer to as receiving the Torah. Every single Jew, Kabbal, that on Shavuos is Kabbalah Satoira. What does that mean? Kabbalah. We got the Torah already. We're going to get the. We got the. No, no, no. Every single Jew in every generation has to receive the Torah. Kigam haksiva biatzma v'chol bechinoi seho. Because writing itself, Rav Nassim Zal is going to explain now, is a very significant item. The action of writing and everything related to it is an, is an aspect of elevating from animal to human. Because writing is referred to as asiyah. And Asiya, he bechinas behemias. The Oilam ho Asiya, Asiya is the lowest, lowest level. When we speak about the four worlds, Atsilus, Bria, Yitzira, Asiya is the bottom. Asiya is the lowest. So Asiya, Rabbi Nassim says, is like behemias. Kigam ha behemo yeshlo Asiya. Because an animal also performs actions. An animal walks, an animal lies down, an animal eats. All of this is Asiya. And asiyah also means to do work, to perform work, to thresh, etc. It's just that what an, when an animal does, it does without real intellect. Whereas a human being is supposed to be someone who every action they do is with brains, with intellect. And the real intellect is the Torah. The, a, perfect, a scientist who, who invents cyclone gas that can destroy millions of people, he's not, that's not smart. That's not intelligent. That's lower than an animal. An animal doesn't do that. That's lower than an animal. So the real seichel is the Torah. 
כמשה כוסוב, כי היא חוכמסכם ובינסכם לעיני העמים. This is your חכם, this is what defines you as חכמים. נמצא כשכויסב ספר תוירה. So when a person is writing a ספר תוירה, He's elevating this action of writing, which is a very physical type of thing. He's elevating the asiya, which is the writing, el hasechel, to sechel, dahainu hatoira, shehi bechinas odom, shehu asechel, nimza, shemala bechinas behema, shehi bechinas asiya, lebechinas odom. So again, ksiva is a form of asiya. And behema is a form of asiyah. By writing a Sefer Torah, I'm elevating behema to Adam. Dehainu hasechel shehu ha-Torah. V'chein isa bedivrei Rabbeinu neira yoyer. And so too we find in Rabbeinu Zal's words in chapter 19 in Likud Imran, shedvarim ha-nechtovim heim bebechinas asiyah. That those things which are written down, that's referred to as asiyah. That's made. It's been made in physical form. Ki hi lezikoroin. Because when we write something down, we're writing it down to be able to remember it. Somebody tells me a telephone number. One minute, let me write it down. Why are you writing it? To be able to remember it. Ksoiv zois zikoroin basefer, it says in the Chumash. And remembering is in the part of the intellect that's referred to as which means the ability to compare things to each other, which is the lowest aspect of the seichel. Because an animal also remembers. Birds, other animals, you feed them, and they, they know at a certain time of the day or a certain place you feed them, They'll come back to get food. They'll remember that this is a place where they got food. Ayin Shem, take a look over there in Torah Yud Tess and Likud Imran, Rabbi Enzal refers to this. Nimza, shehaksiva, shehila zikoroin, hi bechinas behemis. So writing things down, which is a form of remembering, being able to remember, that's all, that's in medame. That's in, a behema has that also. And this is why the Torah says, write down, write a Sefer Torah in order that you'll remember all the mitzvahs and all the laws. As Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, We're trying to elevate our writing and our remembering to Sefer Torah, to Adam. And this is why it says, write this down to remember, write it down in a Sefer. This is referring to that parchment that's made out of the hide of an animal. Because writing down which is in order to be able to remember, must be done on the height of an animal, because by writing words of Torah on the height of an animal, we're elevating the behema to Adam. And this is why it says at the end of the Torah, 
and now write down this song, Shiraz Hazinu, so that it'll be a testimony to you. That you will not, that the Torah will not be forgotten from all of your children. <clears throat> Interesting that we're mentioning this pasuk now. Today is erev Rosh and it's not just erev Rosh It's erev Rosh Elul, which in some ways is the most important erev Rosh of the year. And there are thousands of people that are going to be traveling to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai to Miron, <clears throat> where this pasuk Rabbi Nezal says refers to him. The, the last letters of Ki Loisi Shokach Mi Pi Zaroi spell the word Yoichoi. That, that as, a, as, as a result of the child of Rabbi Yoichoi, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yoichoi, he's the one who is going to ensure that the Torah will never be forgotten from Klal Yisrael. He's going to bring such a light into the world that no matter how much darkness is being pumped into the world, it's not going to be able to block out the light. Loisi <clears throat> Shokach. He's the opposite of shikha. Ki onu betuchin shaloi si shokach ha-toira afilu betoikev ha-golos v'eskabros ha-sitra We are guaranteed, we're ensured that even in the worst golos, the long golos we're going through now, where the sitra is very powerful, the Torah will never be forgotten. K'may shakosu v'anoichi hastir astir as the Pesach says that there's going to come a time when Hashem is going to be very hidden. And despite that, this, this song will serve as testimony that the Torah will not be forgotten. How is that going to be accomplished? By writing down the Sefer Torah. Since we're writing it, by doing that, we're taking behema, the skin of a behema, and elevating it to Adam. We're ensuring the permanence of, this, of the Torah through behema, by using the skin of a behema to do it. And therefore, we're assured that the power of shikha will not succeed. Shehi bechinas behema. The shikha is behema. Kemuva bediv Rabbeinazal. As Rabbeinazal writes in chapter 37, sheha shikha hi bechinas behema. Now make up your mind. Here you're telling me shikha is behema. Fifteen lines before you said zikoroin is behema. We said that zikoroin is in medama, which is behema. Which is it? It's both. Everything is relative. Over there in Torah Lamed Zion, which Rav Zal is quoting now, there he gives you sort of a chart, right and left. On the right side you have Chaim, on the left side you have Misa. On the right side you have light, on the left side you have darkness. On the right side you have remembering, Zikaroin, on the left side you have Shikha. So in that context, on, in that chart, Zikaroin is Odom and, 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 and Shikha is Behemoth. But earlier we mentioned that Zikorain, compared to high-level intellect, compared to Chachma and Bina and those things, Zikorain is the lowest level. To be able, you know, even a dummy, even a person who's not so smart, can remember. Remember to be there at 9 o'clock. Remember to... 
You don't have to be a big intellectual to, to, to be able to remember that. That's not necessarily seichel, you know, seichel odom. That's the, the lowest level of seichel. Me'achar shekvar Since we already defeated the shikha through, through the writing of the Sefer Torah, the other and just the opposite, kiblu misham koyach We use the behema to help remember, to help remember the words of the Torah. And this is why the Gemara says those things that are written down, you're not allowed to quote them by heart. You have to read it inside. Torah Shebechsav, you're supposed to read inside. The Balkore, if he remembers the Pesukim by heart, he's not allowed to look out of the Sefer Torah. He must be looking at the words when he's reading it. As the Gemara says, Kitzorich Daiko Lekosvon, because those words must be written down, which is one of the main aspects of the Torah, to elevate from the status of behema to Adam. Whereas the oral Torah, things that are not supposed to be written down, you're not supposed to write down. This goes back to something Rav Nosanzal discussed earlier in the beginning, not in the beginning, in the middle of volume one of Yoridea. In Halacha Aleph, look it over well there. Rav Nosanzal says to summarize, Shebechinas Torah Shebechsav, Hebechinas Shleimus Loshna Kodesh, Habo Milamala. The written Torah represents perfection of Loshen Kodesh, which comes from above, which comes from heaven. Shehu legamri, which is the complete opposite of evil, of negativity. For example, when the Torah says, don't do this, don't, don't work a cow, two animals together, it's called kilayim, two different animals. Nimtza, Sheyesh kan ra v'toiv, meaning the Torah is defining good and bad. Da'inu kishavar ala Torah. If you violate this law, then ra legamri, then it's complete evil. Ukishemekayim divrei Torah hu kulei toiv. When you fulfill the law of the Torah, it's all good. Nimtza shehat Torah machnas hara legamri. So the Torah is what defeats evil, negativity completely. And this is again why we write the Torah, on the skin of an animal, to elevate and completely on the opposite side of the spectrum, from evil to good, we're going from behema to adam. That's what the Torah is all about. However, since we recognize that there's good and bad, there's right and wrong, so the human being is somewhere in the middle. We have the, have the ability to choose, to choose to fulfill the mitzvah or not to fulfill the mitzvah, to do the Avera or not to do the Avera. Shehu memutza bein toiv is in the middle, in between good and bad. 
And that's what generates this concept of the Eitz Hadas, which was good and bad. It's a mixture of good and bad. And corresponding to that, we said the written Torah is Kuloi Toiv in a sense. It starts out as Kuloi Toiv, but even there, there's an aspect of Toiv and Ra. The oral Torah, Torah Shabal Peh, Shehi Keneged Klipas Eitz Hadas, which corresponds to the Eitz Hadas, Bechinas Noiga, this Noiga that has good and bad in it, twilight, Kedei Lahafrish Ulevarer Ben Koshel Apostle, Ben Osir Lemuter. In the Torah Shabal Peh, we have this whole battle of trying to separate from good and bad. And, and kosher posel, tomei tohar, osur muter. Kedei lahafresh hatoiv menorat is separate the good from the bad. Ulahalis hatoiv el hakedusha. And to integrate the good, to bring that into the realm of holiness. Ulahachnia hora. And to defeat, to eliminate the ra. Vaayin leel behilches tarubas. Ramosal says, take a look over there where he explains this more. And that's why we're not allowed to write down the Torah Shabal Peh. We were not allowed to write down the Gemara, the Mishnah and the Gemara. Because by writing it down, you're going to strengthen the aspect of Because we said this Torah Shabal Peh is vulnerable. It's Eitz Hadas, it's Toi you put that on the skin of an animal and it's going to become animal. It's going to get pulled down. Instead of it elevating the behemoth, it's going to get pulled down. But rather we have to recite it verbally. Because speech is also in the middle. Speech is somewhere between heaven and earth. Where do we see this? of Rabbeinu, as Rabbeinu Zal writes in chapter 11 of Likutim Ram, al There it tells a story of one of the rabbis of the Gemara who saw a vision where he saw a bird that stood between heaven and earth. And Rabbeinu Zal interprets it there that bird, the bird represents Dibur. Birds are called chatterboxes. All, that's what the, the, the Medrash calls them, kaputkia. And through Dibur, we have a better ability of separating good from bad to do this tikkun that's needed for the Torah Shabal Peh. The Torah Shabal Peh, which is this good and bad mixed together in that form, that there it requires Dibur. Whereas the Torah Shabal Peh, Rabbi Nezal showed, comes from a very high place it comes from a place of kuloi toiv. It's true that there is an aspect of toiv ara in the written Torah also, but it's on a much, much higher level, less vulnerable to be harmed. Therefore, when you write the written Torah on parchment, the Torah will elevate the behemoth. The Odom will elevate the behemoth. If you were to write the oral Torah on parchment, chas v'shon, it would pull it down, that kind of thing. We find It's only during the time of Rabbi Huda Hanossi that he saw that if they would not write down the Torah Shabal Peh, Chas Shom, it would be forgotten completely. That's when the rabbis said, Eis Lasso, Eis Lashem, Hey Feru Torah Secha. 
they did write it down. We don't write it on parchment. We write it on, on regular, regular sforum. Question in the chat. In chapter 19, Rabbein Azal says that reading from a sefer is inherently inferior than hearing something. <clears throat> that shmia is a higher level than ksiva. Because a book is an aspect of forgetting. Write it down so you won't forget. That's the term. <clears throat> the answer is again that everything is relative. Does it mean that reading from a Sefer Torah is in fact an aspect of forgetting? The answer is chas v'shon, chas v'shon. Because again, <clears throat> it says, you're writing down to be able to remember. These things are, are delicate. We're depending on exactly what we're referring to at the time, like I showed earlier. Rabbein Nezar started by saying, Behema is zikaroin, and then a few lines later he said, Behema is shikha. Which is it? It's both relative to what you're speaking about at the time. We write down the Sefer Torah to be able to remember. We read from the Sefer Torah, <coughs> we, verb we read the words verbally, also a form of zikorin dikdusha. How does one fulfill the obligation of writing a Sefer Torah if a person doesn't have the money? We're going to come to that. In the next halacha, Rav Nosenzal is going to speak about this. That one of the ways is participating, even if a person writes one letter in a Sefer Torah that somebody else is having written, or a person purchases a letter in a Torah, or those are all ways that a person can participate in this mitzvah. We're going to hold it over here for now because of a trip to Miron today, Mitzvah I hope to go and be a shliach for all of us, for Yom Kippur Katan. And then <clears throat> we should be zoichet to Simchas and Yeshuas and Rafuas for all of us, Mitzvah